Welcome to the Ableton and Music Habits Podcast, episode 19. Welcome to the Ableton and Music Habits Podcast, actionable music production tips to take your music to the next level. And now, your host, Jason Timothy. Hey, what's up, guys? Jason Timothy, musicsoftwaretraining.com. The last video that I made, uh, you may or may not have seen it, is kind of more about giving your music more importance or making it more of a priority. It was about, uh, you know, if, if music is your life and you're not making it, then, then what are you doing, right? Well, I'm going to kind of go with the opposite here, and hopefully this connects with you. So another mistake that a lot of people make is that they give their music too much importance, and they get so far into the details that they lose the spark, really. So here's the thing is, you don't want to give your, your songs so much importance and all the details so much importance. If you're giving your, your music too much importance and you're worrying so much about all the details of the songs of whether it's good enough and you're, you're giving yourself all kinds of anxiety over it, I believe that with the vibe that you have while you're making the song kind of gets recorded into the song, kind of between the notes. You know, there's kind of a vibe, there's something that people can sense off the song. And I think that whatever kind of vibe you're holding while you are creating the song kind of gets inputted into that as well. That's my personal belief. And I think it makes sense that songs that people are having a lot of fun with and not giving too much importance to can tend to connect with people a lot more. I'd say a good example of that would be... Um, a lot of punk bands, you know, they, they don't give too much importance to all the technical stuff. They just get out there and do it. What, what other uh, kind of music? Uh, I'd say like a band like the Beastie Boys, right? They have a sense of humor about the music they're making. And they don't take it all too seriously. A lot of their songs are pretty lo-fi, but people really connect with that imperfection, right? So if with your music production, you're like overanalyzing every detail of is this, should this DB be up one third higher or lower? It's like, Really, who cares? You know, what's the difference? Get it close and use your intuition to figure out where things should be. Don't don't go like diving in, reading all kinds of technical j jargon, telling you that the sub bass or the bass needs to be like three dB lower than your kick drum and all that sort of stuff. It's going to kill the vibe for the most part. I mean, you could read it once to kind of get some ideas, but really, you shouldn't be thinking about all those rules of looking at EQ charts of how everything is supposed to be EQ'd. You know, just. Pick a, uh, a frequency and kind of sweep around and, and see what sounds good. You know what I mean? Now, I would say that uh, you want to make sure that each sound sounds good within your song instead of just soloing each sound and enhancing the mid-frequencies of everything because that's what a, a newbie mistake that people tend to make is they EQ the same EQ frequency and boost the same EQ frequency for every sound. And now, by boosting everything, nothing's really standing out. So there is a little bit of that going on, but... All the details of, you know, people asking me, you know, what's the perfect setting for these kind of vocals for this particular style of music? It's like, I can't really give an answer to that because every song is different, even within a certain uh, style. Sometimes it, you know, over compressing something sounds good, but sometimes it sounds like too much and it, it makes it sound really trashy. You know what I mean? It just really depends on what you're going for, right? So you need to let go of all the rules and you need to really enjoy the process. The enjoyment of the process is what really comes through in your music. And even when you are talking about or, or writing from a dark place, you can still get into a certain flow that, that intuitively you're feeling that things are either right or not quite right. And here's the thing, your intuition will get better and better as you go. So you can't think that your first song or your second song is going to be perfect. So what you do is you just do the best you can. You nail it to a certain point. You get yourself into an intuitive flow. 
and you just allow the mistakes to happen. Here's the thing is perfection is way too sterile for people to connect with anyway. We are imperfect beings, so we don't relate to perfection anyway. So why are you trying to do something that us as humans are not capable of doing anyway? Why don't you just embrace the imperfections as another piece of your art, another thing that articulates who you are a bit better and your art a bit better? It's the imperfections that we are able to connect with much more on a human level. You ever notice that sometimes when you're writing a song, you kind of just stumble on like a preset or a certain sound, and it sounds really good, but you feel the need that you've got to tweak it and make it better or try a million different sounds uh, because this certain sound came too quick. And you ever realize that after a few hours of doing that, you realize that you've totally killed the vibe of your song, and it's much better to just go back to that original sound that only took you a few minutes to, to get to. Right. I think there's a reason for that. You know, you kind of found yourself in a state of flow and you created from that. So changing that or trying to force something makes it sound forced. You know, so sometimes you just have to let go of that and just let let the flow happen. The enjoyment of creating and sharing what you do is contagious much more contagious than waiting for perfection before you're, you're willing to share. Because if, if that's what you're going with, you know, you can go years or decades feeling that you're not ready. And you're just gonna continue to repeat that feeling of not being ready every time you keep yourself from just pushing something out there. You, you just need to push something out there, allow yourself to be judged, allow yourself to be vulnerable, and then work on the next thing. You know, once you've let it out to the world, just feel like you don't own it anymore. It's not really yours to judge anymore. So work on the next thing. But I just wanted to put that forward to you guys so that you just stop with the anxiety of not knowing all the technical jargon and not being perfect with your EQs or not knowing exactly how to, to compress something. If you don't know how to use it, it is probably best to use it less or just experiment with it till it sounds good to your ears, all right? There's certain rules that I would say, you know, with EQs, reductive EQ is, is probably really helpful, you know, removing below like 100 hertz on most sounds that are not like sub bass or bass or your kick drum, you know, so things don't get muddy. But other than that, you know, whether you're EQing two kilohertz or 2.5 kilohertz, it's not gonna make that huge of a difference. So don't overanalyze everything, just kind of get it close and just allow it, you know, allow your intuition to go, yeah, that sounds fine. And that's what I do with so many of my songs and I've still been able to get number one releases, in fact, three times in the last couple of years. And Sure, I do go through a process of adding details to my songs, and I've got a much better intuition on what sounds right now, but I had to go through a full process. And even with that, I don't get too overly technical on all the tiny little details, you know? Once it sounds good to me, I kind of let it go. I might take a little bit of a break, step back, and then step back into the song and hear if anything jumps out as being wrong. And that can happen sometimes, because you might be focusing on the wrong thing, or focusing on one thing when another thing has an issue, you know what I'm saying? So. Uh, that, that's pretty much what I wanted to share with you guys uh, today. I hope you got something out of this. Um, I'm trying to, you know, do this more often, give you guys some value. And, uh, you know, I really hope that that is what you get out of this and you feel more inspired every time you're able to hear uh, some of the things that I have to say. So with that, once again, wherever you're watching this, make sure to subscribe, hit notification. If you got any comments, that's wonderful as well. Give me some comments, let me know what you think. And uh, I'll talk to you guys real soon. Take care, all right? Hey guys, thanks again for listening to the podcast. Make sure to subscribe and share this with your friends. Any producers that you know out there that could use this sort of information, obviously that helps me greatly and helps me build this channel. Also, don't forget that you can read my best-selling book, The Mental Game of Electronic Music Production, for free by going to musicsoftwaretraining.com 
forward slash the mental game. You'll also get my song recovery kit and my 101 Ableton tips video totally free. If you'd like to connect with me more directly to see how I might be able to help you personally, you can schedule a free 15 minute session with me by going to musicsoftwaretraining.com forward slash application and answering a few quick questions. Happy music making and I'll speak to you real soon.